So today we are going to cover the five best questions to ask your clients to really and truly scale your marketing, your branding, your programming, your pricing, and everything in between. Come listen. Welcome to the Behind Her Brand Podcast with your host, Kimberly Spencer. Every week, join Kimberly and her guest for inspiring interviews with passionate business builders, corporate leaders, and catalysts of change. Plus, we will be sharing business and career building strategies and tools that you can use to grow. So let's dive into today's episode. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another Behind Her Brand podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly DeShiel Spencer. And today, today, guys, we are going to talk about feedback. And we're going to go over several key questions that you should ask every single customer or client that interacts with your brand. Okay. One of the things that I have found is that people constantly, obviously, especially when you're in business, you want to stand out. You want to know why people are choosing to work with you versus someone else. Even though those questions are present in your mind, often they're not asked of the very people that have chosen to work with you. And constantly getting that feedback from your customers is an excellent way to learn how to make your business stand out more effectively. And more importantly, it helps you run things more efficiently. Because here's the thing, when you're able to discover why they chose you, you're able to discover what marketing worked, what marketing did not work. You're also able to be clearer on the cycles of your clientele, if you will. For example, everyone knows typically between January and February, those in the fitness industry go a little bit harder and start the year because people want to start the year fresh and lose weight and all those different kind of components. However, in the summer, yes, everybody wants to be what they say, what bikini ready and all that kind of good stuff. But what you find very often is that programs don't get picked up as easily in the summer because people are traveling and they want to indulge and have fun. So you wouldn't launch something huge in the summer, but you may launch it in the spring. You may launch it in the fall, depending on how your clients move. And when you ask these certain questions that I'm going to share with you today, it'll give you a better framework of really understanding what it is that attracts them, what it is that makes you stand out, and what type of marketing really draws them in. Okay. Because I can tell you, I can't begin to tell you how many times I've worked with a small business and they had no idea whatsoever what their competitive advantage was. They didn't. And oftentimes they didn't even ask. And what I find often is that we create marketing, we create branding, we create programs, we create all these different things without ever checking with the very people we're trying to serve to see if it works for them. Because not everything's going to work for the people that are drawn to you. And that's why these questions can give you a really great base at truly get into what's important to you and what's important to your customers. Now, before I jump in quickly to the questions, let me share this. You can ask these questions in a number of different ways. You can ask them when they sign on and when you have your first introductory call or if you want to send out a form, whatever fits your boat, that part isn't as important. The important thing is to ask the questions so that you can get the information that you need. So one of the first questions that you should ask is, why did they choose you? What made them say yes to you? This is a really good baseline question for your marketing. It allows you to get a better understanding of how effective your marketing was, how effective your messaging was, how effective your lead conversion processes are. It gives you a better framework of really seeing, okay, so they found me through my Facebook ads. They found me through when I was hosting these various events everywhere. They found me through my blogs. It gives you that good baseline to know, okay, this marketing is working and over here, you know what, this one might not be working as well or maybe I need to tweak it, okay? 
The next question is, what's one thing that you can ask them, what's one thing we can do better to create a better experience for you? This is so key. Okay. Now on the surface, this question could be looked at as like a customer improvement type of thing. And in some cases it could be seen that way, but here's the true core of this questions. Okay. The true gold in this question is when your customers can identify innovation, they can identify something that you can do that can enhance the experience that they have. They chose you. Yes. Which is awesome. But when you ask this question, what can they do better? Well, well, you can do, they can do better. I'm sorry. What? you can do better. It gives you room to be creative. It gives you room to say, you know what, maybe we can enhance this experience by doing X, Y, Z. Just because you're doing things great, just because people are having an amazing experience with you does not mean that you can't still be innovative and creative. And I know so often it's saying that don't rock the boat. I get that, but here's my thing. I like to still build upon experiences. I want to keep creating experiences. I want to constantly be a yes to the people that choose to work with me. So I'm going to ask them, what can we do to create a better experience for you? Um, I know one time, and this was back in the day, (laughs) um, when we were hosting many, many, many uh, different um, business development groups for women in business. And I had a process that I had my team follow and I had a client that decided to sign on and she called me. She said, I have to tell you, the process was a little bit involved in the beginning. She said, I was already ready to go. I was, I was a yes, because I found you through your podcast. And she says, but when I contacted the office, they wanted to walk me through like step one, step two, step three. And she goes, and I kept saying, Hey, I I don't really need to go through that process. I'm a yes to send me the contract and I'm ready to get going. But at that time, my team was like, well, we're trying to follow the process. And so for her, now, did she have a good experience working with us? Yes. We worked ended up working together for about seven years. But what she shared really made a big impact in, okay, we need to create different ways on onboarding. We need to shorten it. We need to be clear to have multiple different ways. Because to me, I was trying to keep everything streamlined, everything the same. So that way, um, everything just kind of flowed perfectly. But what I found even from her was, hey, no, I was ready to go. I, I don't really need the official onboarding process. I just wanted to sign the contract, send me the dates and let's get rolling. That's what she was looking for. So it allowed us to have a better experience for our future clientele. So that's why asking this question is really and truly key. Another question is, what's one thing we do better than others you do business with? Now, I know that there's always a saying that there's no competitors, there's no this, that, and the other, but the truth is we're in business, okay? And there are people who do what you do. So it's always great to know what made you select us? What really stood out about our process? I've had people tell me before that I really love that you seem to be so into your family and also so into your business. I've had people say that I've simplified marketing for them. So I've heard different feedback. Ask yourself, what are people saying about you? What makes you stand out? What makes you the choice? You want to look for words and phrases and even experiences that keep coming up over and over and over, no matter how insignificant they may seem to you, but they may be very important to your customers. Because here's the thing, if your customers are explaining what they value about what you do, you may want to consider adding that as part of your core marketing message. That is very important. Messaging means everything. When to your website, come through your blog, your podcast, whatever your opening is for them, you want them to feel like you're talk that, that you are talking directly to them, an audience of one. 
You want them to read what you're sharing and feel like, man, this person really gets me. And so you can do that through the experiences, the repetitive phrases that people say, man, you are fill in the blank. I absolutely love what you do over here, fill in the blank. Whatever that might be, make sure that's infused in what it is that you're putting out there. Okay. Here's another question. What would you Google to find a business like ours? Now that y'all is so important, especially if you're into SEO, if you're into back um, linking, if you're into trying to make sure that your brand and all of your entry points are indexed properly on Google, this right here can create a really great lead generation platform for you. Understanding what they typed in to find you is key. Understanding what they're searching for is key. Because here's the thing, once you know the different words and what they typically search for, if you find that it becomes a trend amongst your clientele, then you can put those keywords and those target words in what you write and what you create so that you can stand out more effectively with your audience. This is an excellent question because it helps you become found online. It helps you become known around your area. And this is what we're always striving to do, right? Make our marketing more effective and you also want to be found. So that's very key. And the last question. Do you refer us to other people and why? I have had really amazing experiences with people that I have hired before. And even though I had a really good experience, I knew that there was parts of some of the things that they did that people that I typically associate with may not be drawn to that person. And if people would ask me, well, why not? I may say, well, you know what? Because of this, this, and this, I know that my audience wouldn't really be open to how you do this or what you share here, there. This is why this, this question is very important. Would they refer you? Because you need to know that. You need to know if, yeah, they may have been great to you, but would they be, is their experience, is your experience, I'm sorry, is their experience with you great enough to refer? That is important. Because it's, it's great that your clients would have a great experience with you. It's wonderful. It's awesome. That's obviously what we all want to achieve, but you also want them to be able to share their experience with you with other people, right? Because that keeps your pipeline going, that keeps your name out there, keeps your marketing strong when people refer. This to me is the golden ticket question, to be honest with you. Would they refer? Because the best, best type of marketing is referral-based marketing, It's the one when people say, hey, I want to recommend you. And so it's one thing to have great service, but it's another for them to be saying, you know what? I would love to put my name behind you. Okay. So let me say this. You can also take the step a little deeper and start really understanding specifically why they say yes, why they want to refer. It allows you to have a better understanding of the programs that you're offering, because typically when people refer, they're referring you because of the results that they gain. So when you ask them this question, it'll be able to give you a better framework on your programs. It'll give you a better framework on the structure of what you're offering. It'll give you a better framework even on pricing, because if they're willing to refer, they've gotten a result. Okay, so that's very key. So those are the five questions that I'm going to challenge you to really and truly ask yourself. And then also ask your customers, ask your clients, ask people that are on board. And when I say ask yourself, I mean, it's a great way to kind of do a reflective thing for you and your team as well to say, is my brand something that people refer? If you're not getting a lot of referrals, ask yourself why. If you feel like you're kind of getting in a sea of sameness, ask yourself why. When you Google different things that you feel like, hey, 
if people typed in these keywords that should have been popping up, we'll find out what they're really typing in, find out how they're really finding you. Or more importantly, maybe your website, your blog, your podcast are not SEO efficient at this time. So these questions are really good for you as well. Okay. So the last thing I will say this, start building your list of clients to talk to. Start sketching that out. I would cons- I would really challenge you to send out something, whether it's a form, make a phone call, with text, whatever it is that really jives with your audience, and ask these questions. It's a great framework on how to be more effective in your marketing, your branding, your positioning, your pricing, and even your program development. These questions will help you greatly. I do this once a year with the select group. I always cross-section all my, my clientele, and I ask them these questions. I usually pick up the phone because I love having a good conversation, and I ask them these questions. And I always tell them, it doesn't matter how much you may like me. This is not about liking. This is about, am I providing a service that you feel that you want to stick around, that you want to refer? Um, and if I'm not doing that, tell me why, because I want to make sure that I make you not only happy, but I also want to create the kind of results that you're seeking to where you want to share it with other people. So I will challenge you to send this out. And I hope that you get the results that you're looking for. You get the feedback that will help really and truly scale your business forward. Okay. So this is another episode of our Behind Her Brand podcast, and I appreciate you guys tuning in. We always try to keep the podcast about 15, 20 minutes. Sometimes they're a little shorter, but one of the, and and I'm bringing that up because someone asked me, how can we never do a longer format? And I'll tell you, my thing is, I just want to give, hopefully, really great content to you that's bite-sized, something to make you think, jot down, and then get to work. Not saying that we'll never have a longer format, not saying that we won't offer, you know, 45 minutes, an hour type of content. And typically those would be the interviews that we would roll out. But for now, the reason why we do this is because I know we're busy. I know we all got things going on, but I also want to just get right to the heart of the matter and say, here are some things that you can do. Here are some nuggets that you can take and apply. And hopefully it starts creating shifts in your business, your marketing and your branding. Okay. So. Thank you guys again for joining us for another amazing episode, I hope, of our Behind Her Brand podcast. And I'm your host, Kimberly DeShill Spencer. And you can visit us online at www.behindherbrand.net.